Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go race. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like, oh, I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. Welcome to the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. We are live from Lincoln Park Speedway for Brad Sweet and Kyle Larson's High Limit Series race on Flow Racing. It's their opener. D. Welch, heavy lunch with you on a beautiful Sunny afternoon at Lincoln Park Speedway, one of my favorite racetracks. You glad to be here? I am. It's uh, it's always great to be back at Putnamville, and uh, we don't get to see wing cars here very often, so I'm excited about that. Excited to to be back on the call with Dustin Jarrett and Haley tonight. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. When's the last time you called a sprint car race? I think 2016 when I was working for USAC. So it's been it's been a little while. So it'll be. Uh, I'm excited though. You know, it's it's. Uh, as you know, I've always you know wanted to get back and, and announce some more dirt races and just hasn't worked because I've got commitments on the weekend. So I appreciate Kyle and Brad doing a midweek show and, and, you know, let me be a part of it. And I think it's going to be, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Good car count and good, be good racing. We're going to pop around the pit area and try to chat with some guys uh, on today's loud pedal podcast. Uh, before we do that, we got we do have to uh, mention our friends who will be here tonight. Sun dollar restoration hat shake of the week. Have you been thinking about uh, who, what your hat shake is this week? I've not. Can I just give one to Kyle and Brad for putting this on? I think that's appropriate. Don't you? For finally, uh, you know, giving some money to some sprint car guys, right? Yeah, exactly. In midweek shows, it's, uh, you know, in the schedule, uh, they've got 12 weekends or 12 races, I should say, that, you know, they want to run next year. And, um, 
this is the start of it. So it's it's going to be cool to be here for night one of what you know hopefully is a is a really successful uh, you know sprint car series. Our guest last week, Buddy Kofoid, was rookie of the year of the Knoxville Nationals. He made it into the A main. That's not a bad hatch. He will be here tonight. Um, there are a bunch of cars that are going to be in attendance tonight. Brent Marks. Um, one of the hottest, you know, has made the most money this year in sprint car racing, probably. Um, you know, you'll see all the all-stars. So Tyler Courtney's merchandise trailer is already here. Uh, you know, Hunter Schoenberg, you know, those guys, Justin Peck, you know, the best of the all-stars. But there are going to be some very good cars here tonight, and it's going to be a fun race. Yeah, and there's some uh, some non-wing guys, too. They're going to bolt a wing on and, and run. You know, no Justin Grant's going to run. We don't see him run uh, with a wing hardly ever, so that'll be fun. Uh, Kevin Thomas Jr.'s got a ride. Um, you know, Brady Bacon will be here, of course, where he runs a lot of wing stuff, too. But a good mix of, uh, of guys that people are going to be familiar with from watching on Flow Racing, uh, you know, across all the different disciplines that we have here. Our friends at Sundollar from Carmel, Indiana, great, you know, based in the greater Indianapolis area where we are now, uh, great friends of the podcast will help you with water, fire, mold, restoration in the greater Indianapolis area. Actually, the Hat Shake D. Welch, we started on this, what, we've been doing this podcast for four years. Yep. Um, it actually is an homage to the Frolic, yep. which tonight the Frolic will be here. I did get a tweet from them, but... Um, we do do the handshake in homage of the frolic, and you know this is probably their home track. Yeah, it's it's uh, Bloomington maybe is is the other their other home track, but yeah. Um this is uh, the Indiana Sprint Car Tracks is where the hat shake started. So it's cool to be back here and and uh, cool to be part of it. A lot of fun tonight at Lincoln Park Speedway. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. Let's hit the pit area, see who we can find. D. Welch, we, you know this is we're having a lot of fun here at the live edition of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. We're here with NASCAR Cup Series superstar. You got the wrong guy. Chase Briscoe and Chase, your third 410 start of the season, and you're you're kind of home, a non-wing guy growing up. Your dad has laps here. So what's it like to come home to Indiana? There's two wing races in the state of Indiana, or three this year, and you've raced two of them. But to get to race a wing car in Indiana, what's that like? Yeah, super cool. Uh, you know, I haven't been to this place, I want to say, and actually raced since 2013 Sprint Week, I think. And I, I think I flipped down the front straightaway. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool, though, to come back. You know, I've, I've got a lot of laps around this place, never in a wing car. And... I always wanted to run a wing car here because it looked like it'd be a really cool track for the wings. So, yeah, I'm excited for tonight. You know, it'll be cool to, to be back home and race in front of a lot of fans that, you know, I used to race in front of. So, yeah, looking forward to it, and it's going to be an awesome event. Just uh, glad to be part of it. To come back home to Indiana and race with your last name, the Briscoe name, you, your grandfather owned cars, the Briscoe 5X legendary. Your dad raced wing races here in Indiana. You're kind of carrying on that tutelage of the family name. So what's that like to now put a wing on top and race with the wing on top because you grew up without the wing. Yeah, I definitely grew up, you know, my dad ran a lot of both, you know, started off wing racing and ended up non-wing and my grandpa, you know, did both too. But yeah, for me, it was primarily non-wing. I don't even know if I have 20 wing starts in my career. So the wing deal has definitely been a little bit of a challenge for me. It's just so opposite of what I grew up doing. But I haven't really ran a lot of non-wing stuff either in the last couple of years. I've been more wing stuff when I've ran sprint cars. So I feel a little more comfortable, but yeah, this is only my, my fifth sprint car race, you know, and this year, then I think it's really probably my sixth race in the last four years in a sprint car. So it's still trying to come up to speed, but uh, yeah, it's going to be nice that I'm at least, you know, understand this racetrack, kind of what it does throughout the night. You know, it's been a long time, but I'm sure it's still pretty much the same. And I yeah, just excited to get back out of there and swim some laps. As a guy that's pretty busy on weekends with NASCAR stuff, how perfect is this High Limit Racing Series for you? Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, really, for any of the NASCAR guys, you know, the midweek stuff is really, really easy. You know, even this year running the float, you know, Night in America races in the late model, 
any midweek stuff makes it super easy for us just because our Friday through Sunday is always super busy. So, you know, for me, the midweek stuff definitely makes a lot of sense. I was pretty fired up when I saw Larson was going to do this deal just because I knew it was going to give me an opportunity next year to, to run a lot more sprint car stuff. So, yeah, excited to see the full schedule next year and hopefully be a part of a lot of them. But, yeah, excited, like I said earlier, to, to be part of the first one. You've been racing a lot this year, whether it's the cup car, late model, sprint car, midget, micro. As a race car driver, how tough is that? Or does it is it easy and make you better to bounce around all these different kinds of race cars? Yeah, I think it makes me better on my, my full-time job on Sunday, for sure. I, I do think it's hard, though, to come here and do this. You know, this year, like running the late model, running the wing sprint car, you know, you're racing against guys that do that for a living. And when you only do it three to four times, it makes it really, really hard to go and be competitive. So. You know, for me, I just try to set expectations. I, I know going to a lot of these races, I'm probably not going to win, but I'm just trying to get better for Sunday. And, you know, I feel like the more different things I can race in different, you know, atmospheres and different racetracks, the better I'm going to be. So, you know, that's kind of like the late model deal. You know, going to the Eldora Million, I knew there was zero chance I was probably going to win the Eldora Million. But, you know, just going and putting myself in that environment, you know, doing something that's challenging, something totally new and different was uh, something that I felt like made me a better race car driver. So kind of the same with the wing sprint car stuff. It's totally different. But these things are so fast, it makes the cup car honestly feel so slow you know just puts everything in slow motion and for me i feel like when i can run the wing sprint car the same week as a cup race i feel like the cup races always go a lot smoother for me on to the racetrack out of tucson arizona green flag for alex bowman in the ally valvoline number 55 officially listed as the 55x he comes down to a white flag his first qualifying lap quick time one one five nine nine for alex bowman we have alex bowman here ready to go at the high limit series debut alex you've been running this 410 stuff about a year now but this year more heavily what's that been like especially to work with joe gertie it seems like you guys have gelled so well yeah it's been a lot of fun i really enjoy working with joe i think it's probably more frustrating for him than it is for me but uh i feel like we started the year you know, pretty fast and had speed. And here lately, we've kind of struggled. So uh, change a bunch for this race and, and hopefully we're a little bit better, but it's just been a lot of fun. Uh, new experience for me and new racetracks and uh, just a lot of learning, but it's it's been really cool. You brought Josh Wise with you. He's a USAC ace from back in the day. How much are you gonna be leaning on him tonight to maybe get some tricks around Lincoln Park Speedway? Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing is just having somebody to watch me and be like, hey, this is what other guys look like. This is what you're doing. because. Joe's so focused on the race car stuff that I, I don't, I'm having to figure a lot of things out by myself. So uh, just trying to get a little bit of help and, and learn the most I can and be as competitive as I can be tonight. If we can make the show, I'd be super happy. So um, just doing what we can. And it's cool to have a guy like Josh willing to help out. We've asked a lot of guys what attracts them to this high limit racing series because it's new to sprint cars, but you're brand new to sprint car racing, especially on the, the dirt side. Grew up more on the pavement side. So what attracted you to sprint car racing on dirt as a whole and maybe you want to get into these one of these rocket ships? Yeah, just doing something different and using it as a way to train outside my comfort zone. It's way outside my comfort zone, right? Like I'm really uncomfortable in the race car. It's something I've never done before. And they're so fast. It's It's been a huge learning curve, but um, yeah, just using it as a training tool, being able to race during the week has been really cool and uh, run more races than I previously was able to. With this High Limit Series, your teammate Kyle doing it, how much fun is that to get to race a sprint car against him? I know, obviously, it's Kyle Larson in a sprint car, but you get to race with him on Sundays, and now you're going heads up with him tonight here at the High Limit Series debut. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think we're on a different planet as far as in the sprint car stuff, but uh, pretty excited that he's starting this deal. It's really cool. I really wish they would have called it the World of In-Laws, but that's all right. Um, it'll it'll be fun here tonight and just happy to, to see it looks like a lot of cars showed up for him, and I think it's going to be a huge success. Kyle, the day is finally here, the debut of the series. How much uh, stress and pressure has this been leading up to tonight? Uh, I mean, not a whole lot of stress on my part. Um, probably Brad and, and JP and everybody else who's involved in the the day-to-day stuff so um, no I'm just excited it looks like a great turnout of people great car count in the pits too so excited about it and and hoping to put on a good show for all the race fans that showed up for the people at home just talk about how this race or how this racetrack races I love it it's it's probably my favorite track in Indiana is why I wanted to to have this race here tonight so um, I've ran a lot of midget races here. I've ran a couple non-wing sprint car races here and uh, one World Outlaw race that was really exciting. And um, you know, Donnie, myself, and Gravel kind of all going at it until I ended up getting the wall off the floor and flipping. So um, I hope we can produce the same type of racing as that night. And I've, I've never seen this place without a monster cushion. So um, it'll be fun. And, and there's a lot of uh, elbows up drivers in the pits that are probably going to put on a great show. I'm a late model guy, so I'm going to call you out. Finally, you guys were you know, falling behind a little, falling behind a little bit because we had all these big pain midweek shows. You're like, you know what? I'm tired of the late model guys. We have to start doing this for the sprint cars, and it is this is a big thing for the sprint car world, I feel. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I've gotten the chance now to race in a lot of the late model races that, that pay big money, and, I mean, there, there's a lot of them uh, throughout the year. I mean, JD's won every one of them this year, so uh, and, and Madden as well. So, um, yeah, it's kind of my goal with bringing this into sprint car racing was just to open the door, open the opportunities for, for more big paying races and, and allowing these teams and drivers to go compete for the money that they deserve. So um, there's a lot of great racing that goes on throughout the year. And um, I'm not saying the money's not bad. I mean, you know, drivers make a good living racing sprint cars, but um, you know, there's there's drivers and late models that make great livings. So um, I hope this is the beginning of, of the, the good financial future of sprint car racing. And um, I'm, I like being a part of it. If you don't win tonight, how hard is it going to be for you to write a check to somebody else here tonight? No, I, it's, it's a tough field. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to try my best to, to win. And um, like I said, there's a great car count, great great drivers in the pits. And uh, I know a lot of fans probably pick me as a favorite, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't win. So, uh, I won't, I, I'll, I'll be happy for anybody else that wins. I know probably a lot of race fans, too, will be happy if somebody else besides me wins. With Mitchell Moles here at Lincoln Park Speedway, the last time you came here with USAC, you were victorious during Indiana Sprint Week. Um, wing back on it tonight. Uh, have you done some wing racing this year? Are you ready for this this uh, big $22,000 win race tonight? Uh, we've been to Ohio, and I think we're going to see <laughs> the track's going to be a lot different than it was in Ohio. We ran, I think, four or five races at Ohio. Went and run Houston's. I think Houston's can kind of correspond to what we're going to see here. I think you're going to see a curb later in the night or maybe early in qualifying. I think it's going to kind of follow the tendencies it does have in the gnawing racing where like the heat races are going to be kind of around the middle and then it'll get slick in the feature i think uh kyle and flow racing and everybody that uh, puts this deal on I, this is uh this is something every fans have been wanting to see for a long time as you can see the fans are already they're already getting their seats and uh, they want to see this deal happen tonight so i uh, can't thank kyle and i obviously enough for just trying to give us racers a little more money in our pockets Sure, you've had a big year, right? You moved out to, to, to the Midwest and race with these guys, you know, midget win, um, you know, sprint car win. I think at one point you were in the record books for the, you know, you beat Jeff Gordon record and then you beat another qualifying record. Like you just have had a really good year. Do you feel like you've really taken a step forward in your career this year? 
Yeah, I, I do feel like I've taken a step forward. I feel like I've made a lot, a lot of mistakes, and I think that's that's all part of growing. But like I, I uh, try not to look for myself. I look at what we've done and uh, as a team, and like especially me, never running all wing cars before. We've, I feel like we've been really good. I, I've run a wing car a little bit, but it's just so different everywhere we go out here. Like we don't have anything like that in California. So it's it's almost adjusting adjusting to like what I've learned and everything, and kind of decalifornizing like everything I've done. So. We're just gonna try and learn here tonight. I, there's gonna be a lot of really good race cars here, and uh, we'll just see if we can keep this thing kind of near the front and hopefully uh, roll it in the trailer and put her in the corner for the next one. I think the Jeff Gordon record was you won your midget and sprint car feature in the same week. Your first two midget and sprint car features in your uh, same week. You obviously two uh, sprint car wins now. Have you been enjoying the fact that you can race different cars with these guys? I mean, they let you race a wing car, they let you race a non-wing car, they let you race a midget, and they have good equipment in all three. Yeah, I know. Uh, Andy and all the guys at AME Electrical, they uh, they treat me really good, and uh, they allow me to um, pretty much do anything we really want to do. So as long as everybody's on board, I uh, I love running the non-wing car. I, that's just something I've always really liked, and I've just always liked non-wing stuff. So this year, I got the opportunity to run the sprint car non-wing, and that was really fun. So. Uh, I, uh, hopefully we can get to run the non-wing car a little bit more, and then um, I'm sure we'll uh, dabble in the wing car some more. We just got to keep like keep flowing and being. If it becomes an issue where we keep going back and forth in that struggle, we're gonna have to figure out that struggle and attack it and get it over with, and then uh, hopefully keep bouncing around. I don't, don't. We're not committed to nothing right now, so we can kind of just do whatever we want. And it's kind of cool to be able to do that. I'm sure you guys are committed though to go to the SmackDown, one of the biggest non-wing sprint car races uh, in the world. Are you excited about uh, getting to Kokomo and racing that? Yeah, any, I think anytime you go to Kokomo, it's going to be a good weekend. So uh, Andy loves the SmackDown. I think uh, I think the 19AZ loves SmackDown. I don't know if I love SmackDown, but we're going to let you know here in a couple weeks. <laughs> the High Limit Open presented by K1 Race Gear is going green here at Lincoln Park Speedway. Sanders goes to the bottom. Kofoy to the top side now with Elias in there. And third, here's the battle for the lead and one. Buddy Kofoy going to pull the crossover on Sanders. Are you going to try to bring Elias in with him? Can't do it. Kofoy, your new race leader. Sanders tucks in line in second. The winner of the High Limit Open presented by K1 Race Gear is Buddy Kofoy. Buddy, $22,000 richer here tonight. But I got to ask, take us through that move to get the lead there. It was quite the wild scene. It's funny, like, a part of it, I, I don't remember. I just knew they, like, I'd get to, because Justin was on the top, and which was where I was running, and I was not getting off the top, and Corey's on the bottom. I figured, oh, if I can get to Corey you know, with, before he gets to the top or ever, if he ever did, and if I can get to Justin, I think I could slide him and, and maybe get him. And, um, you know, I'd get to Corey and then mess up and fall back, get to Corey, fall back, mess up. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I need to stop messing up, and... And I finally got around Corey, and I think Justin might have got tight on the curb and went to the bottom in three and four, and I ran three and four better than I probably had been all day right there, that that corner, and got to his bumper and, and slid him in the, in the one and, and was able to get to the cushion before he could get back around me. And, um, and I, I think that was about it. I, I kind of contemplated on blocking in three and four in case he was to slide me, and um, but I was like, ah, I just need to stay on the top, and I didn't see him. And... You know, and then I caught lap traffic, and I feel like I and our car thrive really well in, in lap traffic and dirty air. And I was like, if I can just keep putting them away, I, and I feel like I can get put them away faster than than the guys behind me, I think I might have a chance. So um, I was just clicking the laps off, and I was like, oh, where's that? There's that, where's that white flag? And <laughs> and finally, uh, you know, so I was like, all right, this is it. And um, you know, just knew if I could get through the hole into one good, I think I should be okay. And I was able to come off with the win. So 
Um, Kyle and Brad do a you know a really good job, and this is a fun race at a track that I probably never thought I would run a wing car at. <laughs> How treacherous was the cushion in one and two there? I know one time he kind of bicycled there. Seemed like a lot of guys were having trouble over there. Yeah, yeah it's just. You know, it was the hole was right under the curb on entry, so it was in a critical spot where you're pretty much going to hit it either way. And uh, I figured, off well, if I can run through it straight and on the throttle, you know, I think I can get through it good enough where I can rail this the center to exit faster than the guys in front of me. But it, it probably I felt like I was a little bit more evil through it than some of the guys in front of me. But like I said, I can I can just make speed to the curb faster, and I think that was kind of the ticket. And then. You know, it's funny, is the curb in three and four was probably twice as big as it was in one and two. It's just there was no hole. Yeah. Um, you know, and it was just treacherous, but I feel like this is kind of my, my bread and butter, and I love when tracks are like this. And, um, you know, this is kind of a typical California track. So, um, you know, it's funny that I, I grew up racing with Justin and Corey back home, and it's funny that we were top three. Yeah, top three is the Cali guys representing here in the Hoosier State. But... A night like this, midweek show, you race a whole bunch of different stuff throughout the year. How important is a night like this to maybe moving forward as well to be having big pain uh, Tuesday night races throughout the year? Yeah, I think it's it's a really big deal, and and I believe everything that Kyle and Brad have preached about, you know, why they started this series. And um, you know, there's a lot of big money races, but um, having midweek races just gives us all of us drivers that race for a living more more chances to, to, you know, to contend, to get better and to make more money and put on better shows for the fans and, and, you know, where they can come, come back and, and, you know, increase the crowd and, and then maybe that would translate to inc more money. So, you know, I think it's a really good deal and, and, you know, a Tuesday, you know, on average Tuesday, I wouldn't be racing. So 23, I think it's $23,500 is, is a pretty good Tuesday. Yeah, no doubt about that. Last thing I want to say, you've had a great 2022 campaign, but just describe these last three weeks, the BC 39 win, rookie of the year last week in Knoxville, and then you coming up here on a Tuesday at a track that you love so much in a, in a wing sprint. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been, you know, it's been really good for me. And, and, you know, I feel like the more I race different cars, the more often I do, I feel like the better I get. And I feel like, you know, running the midget at Indianapolis and then winning there, was uh, you know a kind of a career big deal that also paid good money, um, you know at probably the greatest racetrack in the world, and then you know running well at Knoxville, which you know before my, I think my prelim night was my only my third race there. So you know Brad and and Stephen and Blade have been badass. And you got to give Blade a shout out. That's my boy, late model world. <laughs> Blade does okay. Um, He's a more of a fender guy. Yes. <laughs> they all do a really good job, and I know I've loved working with them. And, and Leighton Crouch has given us, you know, provide us with a great team and, and great motors and cars and and you know everything. This is a brand new motor motor today that we wanted to try, and um, it ran really well here. So, um, you know, I owe it all to them. They work really hard. I'm just the lucky guy that gets to drive this car. Good job tonight. Thank you.